recording. Welcome to episode six of Faint Praise. I'm Tony. I'm Eric. And this is a podcast where we compare movies with similar themes by scoring them in a few different categories in order to decide which one did it better. And this week, I chose a couple movies that do this weird, like uh, like a mashup of revision, well, not revision, of like nineteenth century historical stuff and monster fantasy, uh, yeah. yeah, monster mythos. And I was kind of all proud of myself at first for coming up with this theme, and then I realized that both movies are based on books by the same author. So <laughs> apparently, really? it's a purposeful theme. Yes, it's kind of similar to the Legion and Priest thing where. I noticed, hey, why are these things so similar? And it turns out the same person made them. So these movies them. were both off books? Yes. I didn't know so that. So the movies... I mean, obviously, Pride and Prejudice... But you're talking about a book about Pride and Prejudice and zombies? Uh, they are both... Yes. Yes. Okay. So the two movies in question are Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, and Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. And both of these were books written by the same dude who, I guess, just, you know... Figured he could make money doing this or had an interest Managed or whatever. Managed to sell two books to screenplay adaptations within a year, it seems like. Uh, they weren't the same year. Um, I mean, probably within a year he sold them. Right, you know right, I mean? probably. Uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter was 2012, <clears throat> and Pride and Prejudice and Zombies was 2016. Oh, so they're quite so a few they were, years they apart. So they were a few years apart, yeah. I and, don't remember that being that old. Wow. Yeah, and I don't think that Abraham Lincoln was that popular of a movie, so maybe that's why it took a little while before they were like, oh, let's let's try this again. And yeah, it really, it yet. really didn't work with Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. That one was a complete flop. I think Abraham Lincoln actually ended up making money, not a lot, not enough to do any more of them. Interesting. Yep, yep. So that that's our that's our matchup for the week. We'll go ahead and get into the first one that we watched, which was Abraham Lincoln. Good old uh, Abe. Yeah, we went by Rotten Tomatoes scores, trying to always the the eternal quest to watch the worst movie first to avoid being pissed off. And be too uh, as much devastated as possible, and... yeah. So Abraham Lincoln was thirty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and okay. uh, Pride and Prejudice was forty-three percent. Okay. So did get you know significantly higher, but both of them are right. still in that middling range. Right. So with Abraham Lincoln, uh, the the gist of the story is it starts out with Abe as a young boy. His family works for this bigwig named Adam. I don't even think Adam ends up getting a last name. He's just Adam. And his family works for this guy. They're kind of paying off a debt. So they're in some sort of like indentured servitude type of thing. Some sort of docks. Yeah. Hammer, uh, hammering on things. Yeah, but then the dad gets fired because Abe ends up trying to defend this uh, black boy that is getting whipped by one of Adam's henchmen. But he's not actually a slave because they're yeah. one of the free in the free states. Yeah, so it, so the so the black kid was never a slave. He was born free, but for some reason this guy the, this bad guy's name is, you know, Jack Bartz. I can't read my handwriting, yeah, but Bartz. he's a character for the rest of the movie. It's the only reason I'm even worrying about his name. But he's whipping this kid and Abe tries to stop him. Then the dad ends up beating up the guy with the whip, and then he gets fired. And because of this whole incident, uh, it, it turns out the guy with the whip was a vampire. Oh shit! And he comes in the house that night into Abe's family house, family's house, and bites the mom, and she ends up dying. Well, they have like apparently they have poison bites too. Yeah, it's very, a weird part a, of the movie. A bit inconsistent in what happens when a vampire bites people. Yeah, they can poison them and then kill them kind of slowly, 
or they, they can, can turn, turn them, them vampires. or they can just drink their blood and kill them immediately. Right. So it's they have a lot of options. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really just based on whatever the movie needed at the right. time, and then they could end up doing that. Anyway, the point is that Abe's mom gets killed by the vampire. It fast forwards to him, you know, whatever, twenty years later, ten years later, and he's this drunkard who all he cares about is trying to get revenge. He's drunk at a bar. This guy Henry approaches him and takes him under his wing as a as an apprentice to fight vampires for no particular so, reason. Yeah, yeah, he sees him like really badly attempt to kill the vampire, saves him. Yeah, berates him for a little bit, tells him how bad he was and how much he hates him and then try and then is like, "But you can train under me as right. long as you'll kill these vampires." And you, but you have to he's, it's hilarious too cuz they're like He's like, I want revenge. I'm going to do anything to stop re- unless I get revenge. And yeah. he's like, well, you can't train under me unless you say you're not going to get revenge. You just want to kill all vampires. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And then he's like, but really, I'm still going to get revenge. Yeah, they and tried like, to make this serious? big deal about yeah. him. Of course he's- you can't do it for revenge. And he's like, all right, Why all right, not? fine. Teach me. And I won't do it for revenge, I promise. Right, right. <laughs> so the first half of the movie is a young Abe Lincoln fight hunting vampires and it shows him reconnect- you get a brief training yeah. montage yeah which you, they, get, you get a training montage which is weeks yeah quote, weeks of yeah. training they said and i'm like give me a break right so the training montage he reconnects with the black kid from the beginning whose name is will and he's played by anthony mackie so he becomes his best friend he becomes best friends or other best friends with this guy named Speed, who is his actual boss. He works in like a grocery store or something. Some sort of general store. Uh, so those are his two best buddies. He's in law school. He meets Mary Todd. At the time, she's engaged to a guy, but they it doesn't really explain. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really explain how that engagement ends, but it ends, and then they. And then well, they they're get... like instantly Twitter pated, and they start hanging out, even though she was engaged, and they never mentioned what happened to who's Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk, yeah, in an uncredited role, but that wasn't like. It wasn't even a cameo. It was no, a real he had role. Multiple speaking but, scenes. Yeah, but it was still uncredited. I'm wondering if he asked to be taken off of yeah. the movie or something like that. And they probably cut a scene because they all must. Of a sudden, they must this... have because it didn't just. At one point, she was engaged to him, They're and then like the next point, yeah, she's on a date with Abe Lincoln. Whatever. So that's the first half of the movie, and then the second half of the movie is him as president 20 or 30 years later. Right. And then the Civil War is going on. In this version of the story, the Civil War, it turns out the vampires are fighting on the South. Well, because they were using been... slaves yep. as like a food source. Yep. So they, they support slavery. I don't know why they couldn't just start killing other people once there aren't slaves anymore, but Or doing whatever. it illegally. Like, yeah. It was already illegal to like eat the people I'm guessing yeah it's already not it already was not legal to just kill somebody else's slaves whatever not important anyway uh, vampires are fighting on the side of the south the north is losing the war until Abe Lincoln suddenly remembers the vampires were helping them yes the vampires were on the south the north was losing until Abe Lincoln remembers I don't know how he possibly forgot, but he right. remembers that Silver kills vampires. Which I he'd guess, been doing for like years. Yeah, he'd been fighting them for years. And then he sees uh, his fork and he's like, shit, yo, man, I got it. That's it. It was this big revelation. So then he ends up winning the Civil War. It, it doesn't show him get killed, but then it shows him. At the end him, of the movie, he's going to the it theater. It shows him going to the theater. And the actual end of the movie is Henry, the original vampire hunter, in modern day, picking up another guy oh, I don't know if at you a bar. It, but the, the vampire hunter who trained him is actually is a vampire. Oh shit! Yeah. But for some reason, they can't kill each other. There's like some magic force intervenes. Vampires aren't allowed to kill each other. So, yes. So Henry has to get drunkards from bars and teach them how to be yeah. badass vampire hunters. Yeah. 
it's a real it's it's a he's real bad about being turned because he used to be one it's a real airtight plot right. so no no holes at all slips through those yeah. cracks perfect uh so that's that's the movie uh, the the real intention of this podcast obviously is not to uh, give a play by play of the of, of the, the yeah movie. of the whole movie. It's more about but a rating it's as system. Gripping as this yeah. one, you just can't help it. Yeah, it's more about a rating system, which is that we have three different categories that me and Eric will both award points in every category. The categories are acting, visuals, and structure. Unfortunately, they didn't have a category for bat t- or axe twirling. <laughs> yeah. Because this movie would this, have been maxed out. Yeah, yeah. So we can each give each category up to five points. And then at the end of the podcast, I'll total up all the points that we give for each movie. And the movie with the most points is uh, considered the better one. They win. So, yes, we could have done an honorary category for axe twirling. Because I, I, by our estimates, 45% of the movie yeah. was axe twirling. Was just Abe Lincoln standing there <laughs> twirling, yeah, an, twirling axe. an axe, just having a good old time. At nothing, by the way, alone, right, just in a room. twirling it. Yeah. Or just, like, he'll fight someone, then he'll be standing there, twirl a little bit, go fight someone else, <laughs> twirl some more, do an axe twirling. Yes, but, but that doesn't have anything to do with our first category, which is acting. And yeah. I'm going to go ahead and, and go do first it. on Start this one. Off. So my acting score for this one, spoiler alert, it's not a good movie. Yeah. But I don't actually have any qualms with the acting. I gave it a two and a half. Uh, in my scoring system, a three is completely average. I wouldn't have noticed it if I wasn't taking notes for a podcast. I think each individual actor did fine. They did what they needed to do. They didn't bother me. I took off the half point, though, because there was no chemistry between any of the actors. There was no chemistry. And I, I didn't think they did. I think there was a little bit of, well, not a little bit, but there was a, a, a lot of overacting, yeah. I think, by a lot of them. So I put two. Not not way less. Yeah, I mean, that's but two, For me, two I said, like, it was weird with no chemistry, kind of, and um, a little bit of, like, overacting. Especially on the part of the Abe Lincoln guy, I felt like. Yeah, you thought he was yeah. overacting? I, I didn't. I wasn't bothered by him at all. I felt like the bad vampires honestly could have hammed it up a little bit more. Yeah, and they were I just kind like, of stoic almost. Right. I felt with like, the exception of the one guy in the horse race, he was going maniacally. He was really trying. But no, yeah. for me, the big thing that st- that stuck out was a complete lack of chemistry between these actors. You're supposed to have this group of three best friends that's right. like the core of it, which is Abe, Will, which is Anthony Mackie. And then this guy Speed, who is an actor whose face I recognize, but I don't yeah, actually I don't know who he is. I couldn't place him. I looked through his his filmography, Steven. and I've I didn't recognize any of it. I think it said he's from Westworld. Also, I haven't watched Westworld. But no, so these three guys are supposed to be best friends, and for half the movie, I couldn't even tell if Will and Speed even liked each other. Right. So it just it just completely. And I didn't really fell like flat. the. Um... Mary Todd character. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Winstead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I didn't think she was great in that role, but it wasn't enough to bother me. I just was docked... it Winstead? I thought it was like Todd or something. Well, the character's name is Mary Todd. Oh, right, The actress's right. name is Mary Elizabeth okay. Winstead. Yes. Sorry about that. We'll just call her she Mary Todd. She seemed kind of like flat, and, but you never know if that's like the writing, too. I think it was the she writing. I've seen her in other stuff. She was the 10 Cloverfield Lane girl, and okay. she was good in that. Yeah, so, in that. And I think she was just trying to be a stoic character in this, but there was yeah, nothing. nothing there between them. There was nothing for her to work with, and they had the two of them had no chemistry. It was such so. a stilted like, love story type <laughs> arc. Like It didn't really make sense. And, it like, was. Yeah, because you know, it started off, she's engaged to this guy. And then all guy. of a sudden, they're like, hanging out, and she's like, 
so do you, are we on a date or what? Are you gonna? And it's like, wait, what? Is, is she still married? Yeah, or, then they're like, hanging out, and she's trying to kiss him, and he's not letting her. Yeah, and he's I was like, all why? Coy, like, oh, turn. I was away like, so why didn't? Why didn't he let her kiss, kiss him? Cheek. Yeah, this is this is really. Ha, gay. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing just just was a little off putting. But again, not enough. It didn't piss me off. Yeah. I will say so that we're pretty close on that. The one. guy, the guy Bartz, who was the vampire that actually killed Abe Lincoln's mom yeah. i recognized him and realized he was actually from eon flux which from we last week watched. which i had pointed him out he was the trevor goodchild character right. i had pointed him out as being a surprisingly good actor in that he was one the only one like you said he wasn't like sleepwalking as the bad vampire. yeah yeah so i think he I, I think he actually must be maybe i'll maybe i'll look for him in other roles i think he actually is kind of yeah, kind of okay because he was also one of the only standouts in this one trying to have fun with his silly vampire role right um, the only one who seemed to really understand what the movie needed. So anyway, so what you gave it a I two, it a two and, and I two gave and it a two and a half. So, so basically the same. The next category is visuals, and yeah. I'll I'll go first for this one too. Okay. I thought the visuals were laughably bad, so I, I gave I gave it a one and a half. I exactly gave it a one and a half. Yeah, a one is like. Now that one, pisses you off and right. you can and barely watch thing, it. Pretty yeah. much the only thing that wasn't bad was stuff like sets and costumes. Like yes. a general look of like, okay, you walk into the room and this movie's on and you just see a scene. <clears throat> it didn't look like cheap or too hokey or anything like that. The vampires look terrible when they went oh, into vampire mouths? mode. Oh. And it looks so CG. They just get open mouth and all these like weird spiny Oh, they did, they did the big teeth. mummy mouth yeah, the right mummy open mouth really wide. teeth would come in and they'd be like, Wah! And then it would yeah, go away back to normal. Yeah, teeth and stuff. Yeah, it would yeah. go away to normal. Yeah, so the only really effects that I liked was when they would like go invisible. But they didn't really use it. That was it. fine. Like, that yeah. That looked kind of cool. It was just... Be- everything that was CG was axe terrible. twirling was... And this... There was a fight that we referenced yeah, that, was ha- that was in a horse stampede. When he stampede. finally goes back to get the guys that killed his mom. Yeah. When, yeah, when he's finally given... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? When he's finally given approval... Permission. To, yeah, to permission to kill the guy who killed his mom. The two of them have this preposterous fight. Prolonged fight. That is in the middle of a... A huge group of stampeding horses. The so they're like, yeah, so they're like jumping on top of the horse's backs. One, and like, no, don't forget yeah. he gets a horse thrown at him. The vampire yeah. like grabs a horse, like throws yeah. it, the whole horse at him and it hits and him. And it hits him and then he just gets up. And well, that's something we should mention so, so any of this makes sense is that early on in his training, the guy takes him out to the woods and is like, chop down this tree with one strike. And he's like, oh, uh, that's impossible, dude. And then he like gets him mad. And the guy, Abe Lincoln finally like smashes through this massive tree with one axe blow. Yeah. And he's like, how did I do that? And he's like, that's the power of truth. Yeah. And we're just like, they have, okay. They have magic truth power. So for the rest of the movie, we're like, is he using his truth powers yeah. or what? So I guess getting a horse thrown on you and surviving is using your it truth It was his powers. truth power. And yeah. when he was able to jump from horse to horse too. Yeah, so the vampires have kind of standard vampire Superhuman strength. strength, yeah. But yeah, the people, I guess, if you're, you're just extra truthful, then you can... You can have horses thrown at you, and you're or okay. Or chop through trees, single blows. Right, so we did a lot of cracking up at the fight scenes. That fight was hilarious. I would it recommend was. watching it that was. fight scene. Because the vampire, too, will like just jump away laughing maniacally, and then throws a horse at him. <laughs> yeah. And we're just like, what the fuck? And the horses didn't look good. It was all CG. Oh, no, it was terrible. And the it horses don't react. It was like Mufasa getting run over by the wildebeest yeah, or something. Yeah, the horses don't react to having someone jumping around on their back. By, it's I literally mean like jumping, a video game. I mean, they're with their feet running and jumping onto 
horses like as they're running. Like those scenes in the movies where they're in cabs in New York or something like Men in Black jumping right. on the... And the horses just but keep it's just on, keep, keep horses on. Keep, it's literally like a video game. Yeah, and yeah. you're hopping over like some moving platforms or something. Yes. So the horse fight was ridiculous, but... But hilarious. Hilariously ridiculous. I'm, I'm happy yeah. to have had that in my life and I, right. I can have experienced that. And then... We laughed when he cut the tree down with one strike. Right. It just, so there was some just, humor in yeah. this. So, but, but it was, I mean, the visuals were laughably bad. Yeah, they, they were, were terrible. Good. And then, this is one the of those movies. The train Yeah, this is one of those movies that was meant to be seen in 3D, I guess. Right. But so the this... only thing they could do is they would just add random shit floating around in the air. to Like an to, extra to, spray of blood or a wood splinter or ember. The final scene was just as ember is going everywhere from the, I guess, from the train engine. Right. The last fight scene, they are on a train. And a lot of times they're on top of the train on the fight scene. And there's just, the air is full of embers. It's not right. every it's like once a forest in a while. Fire. Well, yeah. actually, no, that may have supposed to have been from the bridge. It, it happened before she set the bridge it on fire. Even? It was from the very beginning. Yeah. There were just embers and flying around their head. And you see past everything, and you're like, this is, t-, and there was knives. Like, it was totally made to just uh, There be was 3D. one time that a guy threw a knife, and it cut an ember in half. Right. And so. you're like, that's not a thing. <laughs> you see it go slow motion and split a floating ember in half. And there was a lot of, um, superfluous slow-mo in this too yes yes that was annoying visually so the choreography was stupid watching him twirl his axe around was it was comical and right. I, the I, horse fight was ridiculous the vampires didn't look cool right they looked terrible right so, so visually it was really kind of had a lot of distracting stuff in it and just like comically bad. Yeah, and for the last half of the movie, they have the main guy in old age makeup Which to try and terrible. make him yeah to try and make him look more like Abe Lincoln. That was pretty. Well, it was funny because they started out with a kid who is blonde. He goes to black hair as a youth, and then back to like brown hair as an adult. They and I'm could like, not get this hair color like, yeah, just in make order. This, everybody have black hair. What the hell's the problem? Right, right. The the original kid that played him looked like fucking Ron Weasley. Right, and uh, <laughs> and yeah, and then the main. The guy in real life has like black hair, so or dark that was browns. yeah. That but then when they made it, I don't know older, why they made it lighter. They tried to make him older, but instead of making it like gray, they just put it like brown. browner. Right, yeah, like made it kind of blondish. With Anthony Mackie, they didn't even try. They just put a little baby powder. Yeah, because it's funny because like Abe Lincoln, and I, I think we commented on this. Like Abe Lincoln is like thirty years old. He's old, and Mackie walks in, he's like exactly the same. Yeah. With a little baby powder on his hair to make it look like grayish a little bit. Yeah, but and he looks with, exactly the same. Otherwise. And with Mary Todd Lincoln, they did put some they makeup put some on, gray her, on her, but she just kind of looked like a zombie because yeah. they tried to put like old age makeup just to make like her eyes a little sunken and dark. They just made her ashen. So the old age makeup was mostly just distracting. It was a joke, yeah. Right. And uh, I will say, again, I've said this before. I'm sure I'll say it again. Visuals also includes the attractiveness of right. the cast. Um, there wasn't much there. For- I, I, I was kind of confused for the first half because as I was watching it, before he got the old age makeup, I was looking at this dude that was playing Abe Lincoln. And I've never seen him in anything before. I have no idea who this guy is. I still don't even remember his name. And I was like, he looks like he should be more attractive than he is. And it was kind of weirding me out. So I started looking up pictures of him and I'm fairly certain they had a prosthetic nose on him. To make uh, him look more like Abe Lincoln. Yeah, which is ridiculous because he didn't look like Abe Lincoln anyway. Right. Especially not as a young man. They did an okay job when he was older. Because, because you put any put, tall, lanky guy in the beard and the stovepipe hat and you're going to look sort of right. like Abe Lincoln. Right, you put the silly beard on him yeah. without the mustache. and the yeah. You're going to look sort of like Abe Lincoln. Right, but... As a young man, there was nothing they were going to do to make him look like Abe Lincoln. So I'm confused. No one knows what young Abe Lincoln looks like anyway. Right. So I'm confused as to why they just put this this weird prosthetic nose on him and took a pretty good looking guy and made Made him him just a little bit less good looking, which I'm like, 
I could have had a little bit more to look at in this movie. Thanks a lot, assholes. Yeah, well, I guess they just making a lot of poor visual decisions. Yeah, they just wanted him to be ugly. So I was a little. There mad was one at that. part too that um some of the scenes from the training were probably switched around. So there was one yeah. scene where like the training was over and he was getting beat up by the guy the whole training, and then he goes and does something and they go back to like doing some research and he just has like a swollen face yeah. for no reason and it's like wait what? And nothing had happened to nothing him. Nothing had happened. Why is his scene? face swollen? Yeah. So I think they I think they put some yeah some of the montage scenes right. out of order. Yeah. So there was a lot of mm-hmm. goofiness. Visually. So we both gave visuals one, one and, and a half, half because yeah. they sucked. They sucked. So I have a feeling structure is going to be a little bit of a similar situation. So Probably. for structure. I gave it a one and a half. I gave also, it a one. yeah, I'm not gonna argue with you there's on that one. There's a lot wrong with it because, yeah. like we said, there's little editing quirks like that. Mm-hmm. There was plot stuff that they just didn't explain or didn't make sense. The, the pacing of the movie was set up in this really weird way, where like this movie, we both thought it was like two and a half hours long when we were done with it, and it, it was only an hour and so forty five minutes because they had this complete dead zone. The movie is almost too many movies where they have like young Abe Lincoln. That whole story arc almost gets completed. And then the uh, then he gets old and like while he's getting into politics and stuff, there's this like dead zone in the movie. And then it starts the next story so arc of like boring. winning the Civil War. But they're yeah. almost completely different. Really, the yeah. only thing that connects them is the fact that there's the same vampire leading yeah. the vampires and Abe Lincoln. But like it has nothing to do with the earlier part of the movie. Nope. Like he's already killed the guy that killed his parents. Yep. Like there, it's two different mini movies that are separated by this like really boring like, yeah. interlude. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I, I completely agree. It They totally fucked up the pacing. And the first half of the movie, I was okay because we were laughing at it. It was ridiculous. It was stupid. It was a reasonable amount of fun to make fun of. Right. But then the I second wrote half... down here where he was like... Because when he goes to kill the guy the first time, he doesn't know that the guy's a vampire, obviously. Yeah. So he just goes there... He tries to shoot, and it's funny because I was just before the scene, I was like, hey, what do you think the failure rate was on like these old flintlock <laughs> muskets? I was like, they had to like fail all the time probably. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. So then he goes to shoot him and like fizzles out. And I was like, ah. <laughs> it actually happened in the other movie too. It there's did. A failure. Yeah, both of these, of these had like musket fit. Yeah. Which like I said, that's fairly common though probably yeah. back then. But anyways, so the musket fails and he, then he starts like freaking out and running away from this guy who's unarmed. Right. And I was like, why is he being a little bitch? Like, he locks himself in, like, an outhouse, and the guy's, yeah. like, looking through the crack, like, why don't you reload? And at that point, he had no idea that he was a vampire. Right. There would have been no reason guy. to run. I just yeah. would have, like, thrown it down and started fighting him. Right, kick him in the balls. Or hit him yeah. over the head with it. They, they should have at least had him do that, and then the guy, like, throws him across the room or something mm-hmm. to have him realize, like, what the hell is going on. Yeah. But instead, he just, like, points the thing at him, it fizzles out, and he, like, instantly, like, gasps and runs away, <laughs> and the guy's, like, ha, 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 like, chasing him. Yeah. And then and he it, gets thrown up a building. Yeah. And, well, that's when Henry, the yeah. vampire slash hunter... That was a really hunter, weird, like, edit, too. It just... Cut, yes. That scene, like, cut instantly. Yes. Like, abruptly, and you're just like, whoa, okay? Right. What the hell is that? Yeah. yeah. It didn't end with him being, like, knocked out or whatever. Just all of a sudden, he's like, this guy's sliding up the side of a building from being thrown, and then it just instantly ends. Yeah. So, Henry, the vampire slash vampire hunter has superpowers at this point we're not supposed to know he's a vampire I mean, so he takes so I he, so he shows up like, I, I thought hell? it was obvious too but he shows up and he saves I'm just kind of explaining what's right. happening in the scene because if people haven't seen the movie they would have no idea what we were talking about <laughs> but he shows up he sees Abe Lincoln getting his ass kicked right. so he saves him from the vampire and what Eric's talking about is in this weird scene Henry takes the vampire that Abe Lincoln was trying to kill and throws him vertically 
up the like side of the building. Like, the side of the building and then throws him straight up and he's, like, peeling the siding off as he goes all I the way I think that up. was the first time that we both just cracked up. laughing. Yeah, this <laughs> is within, this is in the first five or ten minutes of the movie. And we were, and it was their first major action, action right. scene. And me and Eric are like, what yeah. the fuck So there's, like, weird happened? stuff like that. It's, and and di- there's a lot of weird dialogue, too. Yes. Like you called a lot of the... Di- yeah, so there was a lot of dialogue, or like, little bits of dialogue that were, like, so cliched that you I just would say it before they even said it. I don't remember any of the exact examples. Did you write them down? One of them was, we already said, Silver will kill the vampires. So at the very end, when Abe Lincoln was about to p- kill the big daddy vampire, uh, Adam, right. uh, who was the other guy's boss, he, he's like run out of bullets, but he's got this silver pocket watch that he wraps around his hand and, and the main vampire like sees that he's run out of silver bullets or something he goes where is your silver now and, and eric like, goes right here <laughs> right before abe lincoln goes right here and right. then punches him with the it that yeah because it was things like that there was another point that uh it was after old Abe Lincoln remembered that when you get like silver can kill vampires, he's talking to his advisors and they're like, how much nice? silver do we want to use? And right. he says, and Eric went all of it. And Abe Lincoln goes, all, all of, of it. it. Yeah. <laughs> so just extremely well, it's like, well, it's set up though. Cause like, why would you ask how much you want? You just get as much as you can. Yeah. They have to make weapons out of it. Just find out all you can get. Yeah. Right. But yeah. You could tell the line that they wanted to set up by the it. previous. Yeah. yeah. But it was beyond that. Cause there was like, there was one that I was just cracking up, dying, laughing. It was so stupid. It was, I think it was during the, <laughs> the very beginning of the boring middle part where he was going to become a politician. And he, and he says, and I quote, I would fight not with an ax, but with words. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just like, ah, he's yeah. with the ax. <laughs> Boring. Yeah. And the next 20 minutes was exactly like you would expect after an utterance yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, once he put down the ax and fought with words, it was uh, horrible. Yeah. Um, and then there was another one where they were in New Orleans. And yeah. one of the characters goes, take it, you all come from up north. And I'm like, you're in New Orleans. You can't come from the south. Yeah. <laughs> But did you come out of the water? Yeah, swim up out of the <laughs> yeah. Gulf. Give me a break. Yeah, so it's just every line was just a setup for another line later that you could tell was coming. The dialogue or was, was just bad. random filler that didn't really was not like uninspired to say the least, right? And, and awkward and, and right. The dialogue was bad. The characters were very poorly set up. As we said, there was just there was no chemistry between and any of them. Fairly shallow. A lot of them were fairly shallow. Like he right. met this guy at his first job. Oh, they're best friends now. Yeah. Like this structure is just not. And good really, at all. one of the worst things about this movie is the tone. This movie is dead serious about right. having Abraham Lincoln be a serious vampire hunter. Right. Like this is a ridiculous premise. It should but be a joke. Yeah. But they're treating it as though this is they're gonna make this a legitimate part By of Abraham Lincoln's legacy. Forty five percent of the movie. Yeah, like you're gonna be so like you really wonder yeah. after this movie if maybe he was about maybe hunter. that's what or, slavery I mean, really hunter. was. You know, like it, like it was right. trying to make some sort of weird statement about slavery and it, it just it was so serious there was no humor there was no Except fun horse fighting and well, fighting the, with words the only humor acts. was accidental and that's yeah. why you know something is, so i actually it's, it's not bad for that in that aspect but you would probably want to fast forward because we, i literally when it was over i said check how long that was i figured it would yeah. be two and a half hours long and it wasn't even two it was an hour and 45 minutes so fairly normal movie length yeah uh, and it, it but it did had such not... a doldrums in the middle. Right. I can't justify in my mind giving it the the hard one because to me, like, Suicide Squad me, is a one. that was a zero or a half. Yeah? Yeah. No, see, for me, Ender's Game was a zero. Suicide Squad, yeah, maybe that was about a half. 
But this one, whatever, one and a half. We were able to laugh at it, at least. I think I gave Andrew's game a half, too. Yeah, I know. I, I really, because I at least, like, there wasn't at quite as much, like, literal editing mistakes and, like, totally nonsensical shit as mm-hmm. there was in, like, Suicide Squad. Yeah. But this one, like, there was a plenty that you were like, wait, what? And, like, weird edits, terrible dialogue, yeah. terrible pacing and actual structure of the movie. Doesn't make any sense. Ender's Game got a zero for me because there's no way I would have finished that movie if not for the podcast. Right. Abraham Lincoln, I would have finished it. Yeah, it, it, wasn't, just, it wasn't a movie I was going to walk we away from. We weren't really from. struggling to watch it or anything. Right. We didn't get up and do chores. Because we were just like, pfft. Yeah. But... So you yeah, like did... there were like continuity errors, like with the face being swollen yeah. for no, and like stuff like that. So it was not good. It was very bad. Like the maniacal horse fight, throwing yeah. a horse. He gets a horse thrown at him. People, it's all worth it. Right. Everyone should go watch the horse fight. Yes. If you have free access to this movie, at least watch the horse fight. Yes, I I also recommend this. So you did two for acting, one and a half visuals, and one structure. Yep. So four and a half, and I did five and a half. So that's a ten total. Yeah. All right. My math is getting better. It's getting quicker. Yeah, I'm, I'm so smart. You're refining your methods. You are evolving. <laughs> All right. So moving on to the next 19th P-P. century monster mashup, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. As I said, 43% on Rotten Tomatoes. P- and it was P-N-Z. from last year. And God, no one saw this movie. I, I, I looked it up because I wasn't even sure if it came out in theaters. I, I kind of was half expecting it to have been a TV movie. Well, that's almost what I was thinking because, like, it's. I remember. I do remember hearing of the movie, like the concept somewhere, right. and like, oh, they're making movie Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. I don't remember when it came out, and I remember. I think Abe Lincoln got a considerable more of a push, like yes. advertising wise, yes. than this movie. Yeah. And that's probably all of it. Yeah, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. I don't. I don't know that they had much hope for. Yeah. But the uh, the quick synopsis of it is it. it he was pretty closely to the original Pride and Prejudice story. Yeah. It really just adds zombies right. into the world of Pride and Prejudice. Right. So I don't want to go through it too much. Pride and Prejudice is the story of a woman in early 19th century England named Elizabeth Bennett. She's the oldest of five sisters. And because there are no boys in the family, they're all obsessed with marrying the sisters off so that the inheritance for the family kind of stays in the family. And so the whole movie is just about... Various people. Well, they were saying there was no inheritance. They were trying to like true, yeah, get, yeah, bring some into it. Yeah, because of inherit inheritance issues, they're very concerned about who these girls Particularly marry. Particularly the mom. Yeah. So the the whole movie is just different men courting the different girls and successfully or not. Yeah. And then they add in a zombie. Yeah. Backdrop. So the major characters are Mr. Darcy is the one that Elizabeth ends up with. He's a rich guy who is aloof and kind of rude and whatnot. Uh, Darcy's best friend is Bingley, who is another rich guy who ends up with Elizabeth's younger sister, Jane. She's the second in line. And then there, another main character is this guy, Wickham, who grew up with he's Darcy. A pastor. Yeah. Was it no, no. Wickham is not a pastor. Oh, he's the, the lieutenant. Yeah. Yeah. So Wickham grew up with Darcy, but they are now enemies as adults. And you find out why over the course of the movie. And uh, Eric just alluded to the pastor, who is another one of the suitors for he's like <laughs> all of the daughters. One. Yeah, basically. he's like going after one. Yeah. And he's like, okay, fine. How about he's the next actually, one? He's actually their cousin, right. and he's just trying to get he's, married. Yeah, he's <laughs> just trying to get married, so he'll marry whoever, and he's kind of like 
comic relief. So it takes all of those elements and adds to this world that there has been a zombie plague that has changed, has had to like incorporate itself into society in early 19th century Britain. So each family that can afford it will send their children off to be trained to fight zombies. The richer people go to Japan the less well-off go to China. So there's a little bit of like a class difference there, whether you trained in Japan or China. Because that's like the, supposed to be the better one. Yeah. So they go through and they do all the things that you expect 19th century people to do, but every once in a while, zombies will attack and they'll right. have to like leave their dance to go fight zombies and stuff like that. Uh, so that is the whole premise of the movie. Getting into the ratings. I have a feeling we were going to be a lot different on this one. I think so. I think so. I think I predict I'm going to give this a lot higher. Oh, really? Me. Yeah. Okay. No, I did. I gave it fairly oh, high. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe, maybe not. Um, so for acting, I gave it a three and a half. I gave it the exact same. Because it was better than average. And Everybody, you, have, oh, you have a couple like really accomplished. You have like Charles Dance. Hey, you, have, you, had a, you had Lannisters. You had two Lannisters, yeah, two Lannisters in this Lana, movie. Lena Headley or Hedy? Headley? Hedy. Lena Hedy. Headley. And, yeah. It's Headley. <laughs> right. And Charles Dance. And all the girls were fine. This is the and there kind was like of, a lot of little nuanced stuff that like worked. Like you had to get across your facial expression. The chemistry and stuff like was that. good. Good chemistry. I was totally about and like the, the Darcy transformation and between Elizabeth. Like people who are initially are supposed to hate each other, right, or be like pissed off at each other, and then slowly coming to actually realize that they like like each other and stuff right. like that. So they did that. All that was done well, fairly well. And I don't know if these and like the tension. Sorry, I didn't I, no, no, I I didn't know many of these actors. I don't know if they're kind of more famous in England. One of them they're was all a from Doctor like, Who. Um, One of them was Abbey and stuff like that. Yeah, so. maybe. One of them was definitely a Doctor Who. The guy who played the pastor was one of the more recent Doctor Whos. So this is a movie that actually got like decent actors in it. And as a result, yeah, it's it's a three and and a half, yeah. yeah. And all the girls even were... Despite being, you know, young, mostly they haven't done anything huge. They were all right. good too. And they, I mean, there was only really two of them that were it focused on. Yeah. The the older dark haired one, and then the uh, the second Elizabeth one. Elizabeth and Jane, yeah. who are the oldest and second eldest. Because uh, I think in the book the other ones are like twelve or thirteen. I or think so. In, in this, this movie, one, they're, they're all be, pretty much the same age. Yeah, the mid teenagers, older teenagers, but the actresses are right. like young twenties. And they're but, all yeah, the, all the actors are probably from like twenty one to twenty eight or something. So. Right. But this is the kind of movie that makes me wonder why movies ever cast bad actors. Like why does it seem so hard? Right? It's because so- this is a nothing. This is a nothing movie, and they went through and they got really attractive. Spoiler alert: really attractive yeah, people. Exactly. To do really a pretty people. good job in their silly right. Pride and Prejudice and zombie movie that right. made no money. So and didn't have any does, hope of being like critically acclaimed. So or why does like fucking that? Lily Collins ever get roles? Because that that girl can't do shit with a role. Like she just shows up, she reads her lines with her big you old have eyebrows. Got any of the and, chicks from this one, too. right? Yeah, the main girl from this could have been in Snow White. Right, like, she would have been better. It's just it's it, watching a movie like this baffles me as to why. Right, why you would not, ever cast? A I mean, bad I guess it's just getting a good casting actor. director or something yeah. that maybe all there is to it. Yeah, so I guess this was a fairly good casting. I mean, they got a couple Lannisters, so must not right. have been too bad. And I think we're probably underestimating how like awkward writing can sort of bork your performance. True. You know what I mean? Like True. if you took any of these girls and put them in like the Snow White movie or something, maybe it would seem just as stiff. And maybe. you know what I mean? I don't know. You seem to be a lot more forgiving of Lily Collins than I am uh, in yeah. in that episode. I I think like I, think it felt I like, can't I don't imagine think that that I can't her. imagine I, that, felt, I can't imagine anyone else what would they be doing differently there. They'd maybe seem a little just tell that well, she's she just bad. seems kind of detached yeah. I guess but 
like I said, it's hard to know how much of that is like, I don't know. I don't think she's as good, but right. I, I thought I wasn't quite as harsh. Yeah, but it, it confuses me as to why someone like that ever gets roles when these people are out there and they're they're better looking, they're better actors. I, okay, whatever. Uh, like you and said. Certain, I mean, that's even not best comparison because there's people who are a lot worse yes, than her a and worse. a lot worse looking. Like <laughs> yeah. she's at least hot and yeah. it's like, whatever, she's not stinking the whole thing up. Right. But there's some where it's just like terrible and you're like, I doubt these people made a shitload of money no. in this thing. So like, why would you get someone so much worse when these people are out there? How does something like Game of Thrones and all these HBO shows never have someone who's a bad actor? Not yes. a single person ever right. is like, wow, that person's not good. Yeah. And these movies have no one who is good. Yeah. Or not this movie, but this one Right, but some of these other this movies, movie no you're just actors. like, why did this guy get And even guy, minor guy roles role? like the mom and stuff like that. We're like fine. You, yeah. Well, you really got the idea that these were like genuine, like they got the idea across of the emotions they were supposed to and all yeah. that stuff. So. Yeah, so I, I couldn't go four because four exactly. is like, They just didn't yeah. really do anything. They just did exactly what they needed to to yeah. maximize that role. Yeah. So right, four wasn't like, it wasn't like a standout, like, wow, this movie has good acting. Yeah. But you're like, they were above average. They did a good job. Right, right. So moving on to visuals i actually gave visuals the exact same score three and i a gave half. just a three just a three yeah uh because they're all attract like you said they're all attractive people yeah. the zombie stuff was okay yeah it wasn't fantastic but it was okay it was okay gore effects uh i thought decent the fights, fighting decent i thought the fights were fun yeah so i was i was on board with the fight i think choreography. The, i think the pg-13 rating hamstrung them a little bit on the gore effects yeah yeah because there were a little bit that was like you didn't really, you just saw like a slash and didn't really see what happened. Yeah. But at all, like costumes and set, they were filmed in like real mansions yeah. or estates and all that stuff. And right. So everything looked fine. And I was, and you know what? I was on board with the silly premise of the 19th century clothes with the, you know, with the knives and everything right. in underneath. Your, in your garters I, or yeah, your bustles kinda, or whatever. Yeah, I was, I was, I was all right with that. Yeah. So I gave it the extra half point. The people are really attractive. The yeah. main girl is super. Well, that's what's so you funny. Lot, you got a lot of heaving bosoms. Yeah, a lot you know? of bodices and everything. <laughs> yeah. But that was so funny. It's for the, I mean, they kind of got away from it, but for like the first 30 minutes of the movie, they pretend like... <laughs> like the she's one, very plain looking. Yeah, they're talking about how plain looking the oldest daughter is because everyone wants like the blonde sister. And the, the other one is like much... She's super hot and yeah. I think she's better looking than the other one. Yeah. And they're all like, oh, she's like rather homely, sir. Yeah. And all this, I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah, yeah. That's not even... It's not playing well because she's obviously yeah. not homely. Right. The main girl is absolutely gorgeous and the second eldest sister... It, she just looks like a runway model, uh, it, which like to a, me yeah. is not, it's not, that's not a look that appeals to me, but she right. is significantly less attractive than the main girl. And, but they all want that second And even if she wasn't less, yeah. like to call the other, yeah. the dark haired girl, like homely and stuff is right. like, like the guy wouldn't, didn't want to dance with her and yeah. stuff. He's like, not her. And it's ew, like, what ew. the fuck is wrong with it? like, give me a break. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was ridiculous. But I at least appreciated that she was as attractive as she right. was. And the I, men, I always, the men were all attractive. The, the men were all attractive too. I had fun with the fights. Got points obviously for the cast and generally overall sets and stuff. But the one thing that I docked a little bit for was there was, a few multiple points in the movie where I had trouble like visually following the scene for a second. Oh yeah. Like it would be like, remember there was one that showed like in the dungeon and we're like, wait, is that a person sitting? Like you didn't even know what You're it was. You're right. Yeah. And he, there was a few he was other... looking from the top of the stairs right. and I went, I don't know what he's and looking at. And that happened a few times where there'd be like a fight scene and you're like, did that, did they hit this person? Did they jump over? Like what exactly is going on? How many people are they fighting here? Something like that. Where it was brief, but like noticeable. Yeah. So, you know, like little yeah. things like that. And the fact that the zombie stuff was okay, but not, mm -hmm. not great. I don't know. I, 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 oh, we're only off I, by half I right. I overtly enjoyed it. So I gave it the extra half point 
Uh, structure is a little bit of a different story. Yeah. So I, I gave it a two for I gave structure. It a two also. Yeah. We're really so close we were on only these. half a point on the, off yeah. on this one. And the reason, honestly, my main beef with the structure was that it was too Pride and Prejudice and not enough zombies. Yes. It was literally yes. like they took the exact Pride and Prejudice movie and changed it as little as possible and added like three zombie scenes. And I, I was like, this needed to be more of with the I, zombie did. world. I 100% and, agree. I enjoyed the zombie stuff. Right. And, and in between the zombie stuff, it was just... Like watching Pride and Prejudice. Of, yeah, it was just kind of like a lower end version of Pride and Prejudice. Right. Down to the T, down to the like the dialogue, what was going on, the interpersonal relationships. How they should have, ended up with who and like everything. They should have incorporated the zombies more into like changing the story a little bit. Right. Instead or at of least just, made it like, more directly involved. Right. And I even enjoyed... There was the scene where Darcy first first proposes to Elizabeth. At this point, she still hates him. She still thinks he's an asshole. And he, and he, he, he awkwardly, he super awkwardly proposes to her in a very insulting way. Right. And then she, she turns him down. In the book, that's how it goes. Right. In this one, it's exactly the same, basically the same dialogue, except they have a fight scene during it. And right. I was like, I was having fun with that. Right. I was totally but fine that's what with they taking to do with it. All of it. Yes, they needed to do that a lot more. They never. So Lena Hetty is playing Darcy's aunt, who is a very high society, very rich woman, very important. But she's uh, also supposed to be a super warrior. Yes. Yes, so in the book she's just a rich old lady. In this movie, she's a rich old, she's a rich middle-aged lady who, like Eric said, is a super warrior. Who's known we never for, like, got to see her fight. She didn't do anything. They definitely should have had her fight. They should have had Charles Dance fight. Right. Like they should have had some fucking Lannisters killing zombies. Because well, they also in this made a big movie. deal about how the dad like was more worried about making sure they all knew how to fight and everything than he was right. about making sure they got married. Right. So he, they should have shown how much of a badass he was. Or, yeah. Or shown how like they day-to-day stuff. Yeah. So they just needed to do more to make because literally all they did was take the exact Pride and Prejudice story and when something happened in the real story they just made sure it happened sort of because of the zombie storyline and yes. not because of what originally would have made it happen yes but other than that it was like identical or the zombie story or the zombie storyline would just happen and not even change anything right like some and of this it, wasn't even it would just they would all. just be at a ball and darcy would ask elizabeth to dance and instead of dancing they would have to go fight a zombie and right. then the outcome would be exactly the same right so they needed to incorporate because they actually the thing that this movie did a little correctly, more original yeah the movie this, the thing this movie did correctly was get the tone right it knew it did a that good this job. was yeah. silly it was like okay we have a goofy premise we're gonna try to make it fun and funny and but it was only in bursts and then right. they would go right back to pride and prejudice normal pride and prejudice right movie. and that's where they went wrong they should have just gone they right. they should have gone harder on that zombie angle exactly so whenever the zombie stuff was happening it was fine or it was fun and then whenever it was only Pride and Prejudice stuff, I was kind of like, oh, we're back to the movie now. Okay, now we're yeah. watching a play. Oh, so, we're back to the So it made the movie feel longer. It and did. actually, it was probably a little too long. This should have been an hour and a half movie. Yeah. Uh, but it was an hour and 50 minutes, and that was probably at least 10 minutes too yeah. long. I don't know why movies don't. At least don't, the way yeah. they did it. If, like they said, we, they did it like Maybe we if they did, about. they had done more zombie stuff right. throughout, uh, it, it wouldn't have felt because that long. Because still, the overall movie was still more of a Pride and Prejudice than it was a zombie movie. Right. And they needed to cross over into like, well, this is a zombie movie, not this is a Pride and Prejudice movie. Right. You know what I mean? And they didn't really right. do that. But I gotta say, uh, I mean, my when they score did it, they did my score well. for this movie is pretty high. Is, I did yeah. three and a half, three and a half, and two. So I gave it a nine. When and I you gave it did eight and a half. Yeah. I get three and a half, three and two. And, and I'm and I went and looked back over my scores for the other movies. This is my second behind highest Starship rated Troopers, movie behind yeah. Starship Troopers. I mean it's it's a 
It's a distant second right. to Starship Troopers. And my score represents the fact that I did enjoy it more while I was watching it. Right. It was more of like a real movie than I expected. Me too. I thought I was expecting more TV movie I was quality. expecting more to be like the one we did watch, just right. for Abe Lincoln one, to be honest. Right, like yeah. Like laughable graphics and zombie stuff. Exactly. And when Maybe the, more outright jokes and stuff. Yeah, but. so at the beginning when the fighting started, I was like, hey, this is... I'm I'm into this more than yeah. I was than I thought I was gonna be. When it shows all the girls you're like, all right, tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> Heaving bosoms, right. sure, sure, okay, all right, I'm on board. So we gave this movie 17 and a half. We gave Abraham Lincoln a 10. Yeah. So we have a very very clear, clear winner. winner. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. It was the tone that got it. The better acting. Yeah. The better fight better scenes. People. Yeah. There, everything about it was better. So yeah, literally everything. Yeah. So if you want to watch a 19th century monster mashup movie. Just go with Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. That's it's pretty. It's that's fairly honestly fun. the only thing that I could say that they they messed up. Like we were saying, is they it felt like they couldn't decide whether they were trying to get the Pride and Prejudice people to watch a zombie movie yeah. or whether they were trying to get zombie movie people to watch a Pride and Prejudice movie. At, and it felt like the former, where they tried to get Pride and Prejudice people to watch a zombie movie. Right. So it was too much Pride and Prejudice. Yes. Where they should have gone the other direction. They should have. Yes, you're right. They should have gone more heavy in the zombie direction. Because right. uh, as someone who is totally fine watching zombie movies and a little bored with Pride and... I, I can watch a Pride and Prejudice movie, but yeah. not... It's not something I do willingly. The last time I watched a Pride and Prejudice movie was when I had my wisdom teeth out and <laughs> I drugged. was... Yeah, I was coming off of the anesthesia and... Was it the one with Kira, uh, Kira Knightley? No, no, no. This was before that. Uh, it was the one oh, with Colin right, Firth. Okay. The uh, the 90s miniseries one. I got nice. my wisdom teeth out when I was 16. So I think my family had tried to get me to watch it before. So they were trying to watch it while I was like asleep. Passed but, out. I, but I woke up halfway through and came like lumbering out and then, and I was just cracking up at it. I thought it was great. <laughs> Imagine so was, if you'd watch this one on book. <laughs> yeah. So that was the last time I willingly watched watched a Pride and Prejudice movie and it was even sort of foisted upon me. That's funny. But hey, this one was all right. Had a good time with it. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, just pick out the scenes we were talking about. Watch the about. horse scene. And yeah, this one's worth watching, the Pride and Prejudice one. I would yeah. say it's worth watching. And even Abraham Lincoln, watch the just first half. Just know what you're into. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe or just... Or watch a riff tracks if they make it. Yeah, it could probably be a pretty good riff tracks. It, it could, because could... we were cracking up and I made up yeah. quite a few jokes and... There was enough goofy stuff happening. The, the middle part would still be rough. Yeah, it wasn't but... It wasn't a miserable experience. No. But it was just bad. <laughs> yeah, but it was, I will say, it probably was one of the worst movies that we've watched. Yeah. So we had a little bit more of a spread. But with honestly, it's still easier to sit, to, to sit through than yeah. something like Ender's Game, Game or, or like Alien for me, the, or the Snow White movie. Yeah. <laughs> like that was just like, oh, but this was, you know, there was, other than the middle part, like it did feel long. Mm -hmm. I was never like, wanting to be like, let's, let's get this fuck, like, I want to get out of here, you know what I mean? Like, ugh. Right. And I meant to look up, I didn't, I, I don't know if this guy did, the guy who wrote these books did any other books like this. So maybe we'll yeah. see another movie. Not, yeah. Probably not if both of these so. do I don't think so. Neither, Abraham Lincoln did okay, just barely broke even. Pride and Prejudice did not. Is it just because it was more expensive or because they didn't push it at all? No, it wasn't expensive. It was like a $28 million wow, movie. that seems cheap because like, yeah. like I it said, the sets than that. and the costumes were all great. I think it was because they didn't do any CG. I think everything was uh, Physical practical effect, effects. Yeah. yeah. So all they had to do was... And there weren't that many people in the yeah, movie. A they core get, cast that they... Right. They got nice looking people in good looking costumes. In nice looking places. Right. And they, they trained them to fight. And then they did a bunch of blood effects and some, right. yeah, and like you said, they would cut away if they had to do too much gore. So yeah, I think it just didn't actually cost all that much. Abraham Lincoln was like a 
Yeah, some, that's maybe, what it, that's what maybe something like a ninety done. million dollar movie. No I, way. All right, give me a second. I gotta. I don't. I don't want to lie to the yeah, podcasting that's, that'd audience. Be crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, it is funny though how these bad looking movies end up being expensive because of all the f- digital effects. Film had a budget of ninety nine and a half million. Whoa. Yeah, and, and it actually made and money. And was produced in three D. You don't say. And that made money, and this one didn't for twenty eight million. Yeah. That means they just didn't give it a wide release. Yeah. Well, this one it said I'd, I'd be interested worldwide. To see how many. Worldwide box office was one sixteen. So million. they eked out. But that hey, even honestly, it probably so it probably did lose money because if that with those the, marketing costs, yeah, the costs don't usually include their uh, promotional yeah, efforts. Yeah, and a lot of that was so it made thirty eight million domestically, and Which then is low yeah, for and then the rest was movie. the rest was outside of the country. So this was they should have made Pride and Prejudice R rating have better zombie fights, some boobs, maybe more boobs, yeah. Yeah, no boobs. A few less buttons yeah. on those bodices. Yeah, they did one. one they did button one rip, button, button rip. One bodice yeah. ripping. That was moment. it. That, that was all we got. Yeah. Uh, and no, no shirtless dudes. That was yeah, a real. That's true. That was a bit of a bummer. So uh, I'm gonna bump. I'm gonna bump my visual down a notch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was still a fun movie to watch. Stayed in the parlance of the times. Yeah. Everyone wearing fifty shirts. Yeah. Not parlance. It just wanted the... to be historically accurate. Was right. all. But I think that's going to go ahead and do it for us this week. All right. Thank you for listening, for giving a new podcast a chance, and hopefully we will catch you next week. See ya.